0: This episode is dedicated to a woman that Steph and I worked with who sadly and quite unexpectedly passed away this week. She absolutely loved music, rock and roll, a good joke, often dirty, she'd never let you know that outright though, and bringing joy to absolutely everyone she came into contact with. She never failed to make you smile, and she deserved so much more time on this planet. Teresa, we love you. This one's for you. been a while (laughs) yeah no shit um we are oh we are i am in my fully sound not soundproofed closet jesus christ the weed is strong tonight um i so i'm gilda
1: and i'm steph and this is saturday night high the podcast where we get high and talk about saturday night live
0: yeah and tonight we are covering season 47 episode 16 it aired on april 2nd 2022
1: yes and it was um, hosted by sorry sorry everybody it's You're good. been such a long time since we've recorded i feel like um, it's been
0: so long since we've recorded i mean basically the hiatus so
1: basically yeah,
0: sorry about that moving obusty um it, drama sad shit yeah it's it's been like a- question mark yeah Something great <laughs> um yeah so it was hosted by gerard carmichael and the musical guest was Gunna.
1: yeah and... i didn't know who that was but beck was actually excited about that
0: okay i had absolutely no idea and i was fine with that apparently they were reading off cue cards for the lyrics for the second performance and it has like four lines Push and like, it is... yeah so yeah Um, all right, so cold, (laughs) yeah, we're rusty, sorry. Cold open, we have, uh, Fox and Friends, um, I still like Bobby Moynihan's Brian Kilmeade better, but Mikey Day did a fair enough job.
1: Yes, um, this is actually how I learned about the Truth Social app, is that a real thing? Like,
0: it is. Okay, wow. (laughs) Trump created his own Twitter, I think he's commented once, and it's, like, a complete scam that people are realizing, because, you know, obviously you have to pay for it. No way. Um, yeah, we had Keenan Thompson and Kate McKinnon as Clarence and Jenny Thomas. Um, I thought that was a good portrayal. I wish they yeah. had given some better lines, but when uh, Kate McKinnon referred to herself as uh, the Hyoko Ono of the Supreme Court, that got a laugh out of me, at least.
1: Yeah, that was a great line. Probably one of the better lines of this... Cold Open, um, but I did love also when, I think I think it was Cecily Strong as Jane Pirro talking about um, Disney World and that yes. gay Mr. Toad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, and this, the Cold Open was written by James Austin Johnson, Will Steven, and Brian Tucker.
1: Yeah, well, James Austin Johnson... We got to see his Trump over FaceTime for, in this. Um, it's
0: scary good.
1: It is. It's really, it's uncanny, but it's nice to watch it and, like, he's not the president anymore. We really just... Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't have to think about that man every day. Great. Um, yeah, we went to the monologue, which was written by Gerard Carmichael, and the uh, Who Wrote What on Reddit says it was with an assist from Steve Higgins. Hmm. I don't know what that means. But he must have written something for it, so.
1: Yeah, I thought this was a pretty good cold open, um, and I, honestly, it did feel like we were living in the wake of that slap for our entire lives.
0: Literally, though, it was days later, and it's like, okay, I I normally love it, but by day three, it was just it had gotten old.
1: Yeah. Was like, all right,
0: can we talk about something else? I enjoyed the whole. Lauren says I have to heal. It's time to heal the nation. Of course, like, I've been gay for forty-eight hours. If I can't heal my family, I can't heal the nation. Then he gave Barack Obama a shout out at camera too.
1: That <laughs> was amazing. Um, it, that was yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that made me laugh. I would love to hear Obama talk about it actually. Um, Maybe I don't know. He's a worker. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I
0: don't know. I mean, him calling Kanye West a jackass after he jumped up on stage with Taylor Swift and did that whole thing—that was enough for me. It was like, yeah, they caught him on camera saying so he's a jackass. I was oh like, that's God. not wrong, Obama. Um, no, and I mean, it's always the best monologues are when they just hand the legit mic to a stand-up comic and let them have eight, ten minutes. Like, yeah, it always hits.
1: It does. Um, and so then we started with the first sketch of the night. It was a game show called Is My Brain Okay? And I was pretty excited about this. Um, <laughs> I love how pretty early on there was a psychedelic reference.
0: So, what did you do before the pandemic? I was a marketing manager at IBM. What do you do now? Shrooms. Okay. <laughs> same, buddy. Same. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, this was just, it just nailed every aspect mm-hmm. of like having to remember shit, having to remember how to have conversations. And Kate McKinnon's line at the end, if you, is my brain okay? If you have to ask, it's not. Um, which, yeah. I was, uh, yeah, it was, I, I enjoyed, I, you see, I enjoy Sarah Sherman. I could see her filling Kate McKinnon's role. When Kate McKinnon eventually does leave the show, yeah, Sarah Sherman can play the normal, like, straight character in a sketch, straight as in straight comedy. Straight, we've been over this. We've a been over this. I just we have to come, we have to come up with a different like. I don't know the yeah the serious one but she can also like she's licking the screen to write and like she plays wacky with such normalcy and I love that so I am really excited to see more of her
1: yeah I loved how she opened with I want to be inside you (laughs) that was amazing
0: who do you say that to? Annie (laughs) (laughs) Um, and the post COVID game show was written by Allison Gates and Colin Jost
1: oh Colin Jost's makes Sense, um, but yeah, I liked how the sort of the end of this was just Kate McKinnon saying, like, that winning this game was coming up with a great way to stay awake and alive for less time.
0: Because <laughs> he'd say, Oh, what was it? It's uh, if you set the uh, set the clocks ahead an hour, yeah, you have one less hour until you go to sleep, or one less hour awake, and one less hour to live.
1: <laughs> Truth, taking notes.
0: We went into the Pete Davidson music video of the night, which was a short-ass movie about how when you want to go to bed, you just want to put something that's 90 minutes on that you can drift off to.
1: This was fucking amazing. Um, first of all, my... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm really so bad at talking now. No. Okay. So th- this was amazing. Um, and I loved that when he was singing about the perfect movie being that fucking Pixar short bow like I was just oh I love seeing my views being represented like that Pete Davidson thank you for that representation um, and I also was glad that there was a line about the King of Staten Island and that because uh yeah had to be got to
0: yeah <laughs> um, yeah gonna like came it. out yeah Gunna was in it um it was long.
1: It was, would have been shorter. Yeah. Short Especially ass when, video, please.
0: Well, right? <laughs> um, short ass. Yeah, and knowing how much was cut, I... Why do we have things that are... Like, cut the bloat, man.
1: Mm. Um. The next sketch I really enjoyed. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it. And I was also really surprised to see that it was Mikey Day with Cecily Strong.
0: Yeah, that's not a combo that we get all that often. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was squeal deals, and the sound <laughs> effect sounded like somebody was getting murdered. There were Jesus lunchboxes, something about an Oculus, which I just used for the first time yesterday. Have you fuck. ever used an Oculus? No, I'm
1: scared to, but I actually really want to.
0: <laughs> okay, th- it may have been the most amazing thing that I have. It was like incredible video gaming. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna bring it home this weekend to learn how to use it wink 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 got to i didn't i didn't just buy beat saber and ping pong and tennis with money no why would no i mean i i I, okay i I, that that makes it sound like i was fucking embezzling i wasn't i got approval for it but you know i I can't just you know (laughs) i'm working a fucking stupid easter egg hunt program on saturday morning then i'm coming back changing into yoga pants and playing Switch and Oculus. Anyway, yes, squeal deals. That doll at first was fucking terrifying. I was like, I hate dolls. What are we doing? And then it's like you can make the hair grow or you can shorten the hair. And they're like, well, how? And Gerard Carmichael lifts up the doll's skirt and the doll has, like, a mass of rainbow pubic hair.
1: I fucking knew it was going to be that. Oh,
0: I... Once once I was like, once they asked how does this happen, I was like, oh no. Mm -hmm. I know where this is going, but how the fuck did he make, how the fuck did that make it to air? They were fucking, it was literally on a cue card that somebody posted a picture of. It was like, put finger inside doll, or like finger doll, or something like that. By the end of it, he was fucking fisting the damn thing. And I'm like, what the fuck?
1: It was graphic.
0: It was graphic, and I mean, you know, I know it's an adult comedy show, and I'm fine with things, but, like, also people watch this with their children?
1: And yeah. So I was like,
0: well, some parents are having some real awkward conversations tonight. That being said, if you're watching SNL with your 12-year-old, be prepared. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I was like, how the fuck are we still talking about the slap when this is going on?
1: <laughs> Facts. Um, I really just loved... How he kept saying, oh, any doll maker would know that. <laughs> <laughs> About any fucking just perverted detail on the doll. <laughs> God, that was disgusting. Yeah.
0: And um, that was maybe Shop TV? Yeah, that was okay. indeed. Okay. And it was written by Mikey Day, Streeter Seidel, with an assist from Rosebud Baker.
1: Hmm. Alright. So, the next sketch was a sketch that i guess gerard was referring to in the monologue um it was chris redd as will smith and gerard carmichael as like a seat holder or whatever you call those i don't know
0: yeah um yeah it's like a uh, seat filler
1: yeah Um, i did not uh, want to relive this at all
0: no, and it wasn't funny.
1: No, I don't think they wanted to relive it either.
0: No, nobody was... I I, I truly think SNL should have left it at the monologue and we have yep. an update, and this did not need to be in the show, because and everybody was just like, oh, fuck. We all know what jokes they're going to make, because that's one of the downsides of SNL is that if something happens on a Sunday or a Monday, by the time you get to Saturday, a lot of the jokes have already been made. And so it was just kind of what we already had heard or had thought in our heads and, yeah. um, They did bring up the red table talk. Uh, I was like, wow, they really went there. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, I did actually laugh pretty hard at Kyle Mooney's character saying that Finding Dory was his favorite comedian. Um... (laughs) But I just felt really uncomfortable watching this, knowing that, like, they, like, at least draw didn't want to do that.
0: No, they didn't want, they did not want to be there. It felt like they, it was, like, something they were told they had to do, because of course SNL has to have a sketch about the slap. Yeah. If you're going to do a sketch about the slap, at least make it funny. Make oh it Oh my god, please, wall. right? Like, yeah, <laughs> anyway. So yeah, that was written by... Mike DeCenzo, DeCenzo, I need to learn how to say that, it's been too long, but <laughs> Herlighy, John Higgins, Ben Marshall, and Jake Nordwig.
1: Oh my god, I bet, oh my god, that's actually pretty uh, fucked up, I bet they were like, okay, you get to write a sketch, but it's this.
0: Probably, well, probably, and also, I'm finding that the sketches that the Please Don't Destroy guys, <laughs> right, I don't totally love, the shorts are fine, but- uh- every time they get their paws in a sketch I'm like, oh, you babies still have so much learning to do.
1: Yeah, actually now that I think about it, the other times that I've heard them in the list of writers, it was never no, exactly. Never yeah. No,
0: I think maybe once we were like, oh, wow! <laughs> but I honestly can't even remember. It was probably mediocre at best, if that's what I can remember. Also, I smoke weed, so. I oh, yeah, um, don't remember much. Uh, we have the first performance by Gunna. Which was?
1: Banking on me. Um, okay. It was good. Good energy. Uh, his neck tattoo, I didn't know that until the very end. I was very surprised by the the way that they could hide that, or maybe I was just too high. I don't know.
0: It's a possibility. I can't say. I mean, I listened to it. I watched it, but I can't say I was invested.
1: Yeah. I liked um, his energy, though. I really did. Um,
0: yeah, it was funny.
1: Weekend Update came along, and Mm -hmm. we had to talk again about it.
0: (laughs) Yep. Um... I thought... God. Okay, Weekend Update's take on the slap was good, because it felt like those were the things they actually wanted to say. Yeah. Uh, this sets a terrible precedent for husbands defending their wives at award shows was literally... Colin Jones the perfect person to tell that joke. Um... They say loves makes you do crazy things. No, crazy makes you do crazy things. And then, that was Michael Che, and then he continues to, he says, I can't even make a joke about the weather being cold without uh, some guy getting angry that I'm talking about his small penis. And <laughs> it goes back to Colin Jost, and Michael Che shouts, keep my small penis out your mouth! And I laughed way harder than I should have, because I kind of knew it was coming, but it was just yeah these two were on fire
1: they really were um the fucking concept of a lawmaker orgy (laughs) just god
0: okay i read about that and i was talking with my supervisor about it and um
1: about the lawmaker orgy
0: well about the whole yes (laughs) not like details about it but i was like yo you hear this thing about Madison Cawthorn? He's like, he rolls back, is like, no, do I want to? Oh my God. It's like, no, you don't want to, but you need to. <laughs> you don't need to, but yeah, no. It was an old man orgy, and he was disturbed by the cocaine. Not the old men having an orgy. Not my boss, the Madison Cawthorn. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and then they followed that right up with a Lindsey Graham, sc- Lindsey Graham scene here picturing the orgy Madison Cawthorn mentioned. Off their Lindsey Graham slams, and I know fine, it's not nice because he's not out, but at the same time, come on,
1: yeah. Um, so then we had Cecily Strong come on as Marsha Blackburn, (laughs) yeah. Um,
0: she got that the, the SNL costume wig department. Props to them, because they got that Marsha Blackburn just looked like she rolled out of a quickie and just, like, sprinted onto the Senate floor. They got that wig look down.
1: They do, actually. Um, the writing in this bit, though, I don't know. Kind of felt a bit transphobic, dare I say. Yeah.
0: Yeah, a little bit. I muted myself. Um... Okay, and yeah, that was written by I'm assuming Cecily Strong, but it says nothing for writers. Um,
1: Nobody wants to claim that.
0: Uh, something about oh, <laughs> Michael Che made a joke about uh, Tyler Perry saying he'd used the Medea voice during oh sex. Oh my God! And he's like, why? and I'm like, why do we need to know that about Tyler Perry? And then Michael Che said something to the effect of, "Dude must like sex dry as hell." And I fucking I I, I shrieked.
1: Yes, um, they had a like a an encanto in English line that I had actually read in USA Today. Um, not just a line, just just the concept of encanto in English. I'm sure other people have come up with that. Um, <laughs> that lovely pitch.
0: We <laughs> um, um, had yeah, Keenan as O.J. Simpson.
1: Hilarious,
0: um, yeah. It just basically all jokes about OJ, and Norm would be smiling down. Um, yeah, uh, there was one something about oh, well, whenever he like attacked Michael Che, and then he calmed down, he would just like turn his head to the side and do this ridiculously goofy grin that just made the absolute bit. Yeah, that was it was perfect.
1: Yeah, um, and after we can update, there was a. Uh like an in-memoriam sort of, what do you call that, slide? I don't know.
0: Uh, yeah, it was called Scattering Remains. This was written by Andrew Dismukes and Jake Nordwood. Oh, no. I could have told you. That. I was talking
1: <laughs> about um, Taylor Hawkins. They, there was just like a, like a, Oh, and you know what? It was weird that they oh. had that before the sketch that was about a funeral, because I was like, wait, is this supposed to be connected?
0: <laughs> yeah, that was that was a little fucked. Yes, you're talking about a bumper. I was like, you're talking about That's a slide. The <laughs> slide. Like, I, I was like, I guess they kind of slid him down the mountain. That was oh my the god. Joke, was that they were there for... They fucking chucked him. Ma- yeah, they were there to... Uh, scatter. Sprinkle ashes, scatter ashes, thank you. Mm-hmm. And the Andrew Dismukes and Gerard Carmichael just, like, picked the body up and... Pop-Pop went tumbling down the hill. He was like, what is going? Well, we just said goodbye to Pop-Pop.
1: That was fucking amazing. (laughs) Heidi Gardner definitely broke.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, how could you fucking not? Although I am so happy that that was... I mean, I could have told you Andrew Dismukes wrote that. That was so Andrew Dismukes. Let's throw... I mean, the fact that what he called his uh, grandmother, the great-grandmother, Old Mama or something... I mean, the, the, the whole we just said goodbye to Pop Pop was such an Andrew Dismukes line I am so, I cannot wait for him to become a cast member next year because god damn yeah. it's only a matter of time I mean, he's so for real. He is. I will be heartbroken if for some reason they don't re-up him, but somebody's gotta leave y'all, we've been saying this for literally almost two years now, someone's gotta leave
1: for real, and they never do
0: <laughs> no, um okay so yes there was the bumper and then there was the scattering remains sketch which was just funny and then there was a thermos which was a thermos but it was an urn (laughs) and they thought they were like well who's that he's like oh no this is mine he just like tips it back oh god yeah anyway i
1: think gerard carmichael sort of like like not messed up a line but he said he said thermos instead of urn or the other way around at one point yeah and you can kind of see in his face I was like oh buddy
0: (laughs) um alright so we then had gunna too
1: oh wait no we had this sketch story yeah where it was like um ego (gasps) no it was Heidi Gardner Kyle Mooney Gerard Carmichael oh yeah and ego what duh
0: and ego oh my god this was so fucking bad
1: I know it was a bit, but I was getting genuinely annoyed.
0: Nobody in the audience was laughing. I cannot believe they cut shit that could have been in the episode for this. And yes, fine. Every time I say something about Kyle Mooney and something being like getting secondhand embarrassment. And everyone's like, yeah, that's his thing. I'm like, yeah, I know it's his thing. It doesn't make me, it doesn't mean I have to like it. Sorry. I love you all.
1: I like him. at sometimes I like his thing, but I did not like that.
0: No, and honestly, I like the stuff that he got cut that got cut from him better. Yeah. Than like everything he's had on the show this year. It's like and someone's like, Oh, we lost his le- his le- his best buddy left and you know, he's he's trying to and it's like he should have left with Beck.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, I hated this sketch. It was <laughs> awkward. I was just like, oh my god, stop it I wanted to shake him
1: Same Um, And then we had Gunna
0: Yes, okay, we had Gunna and they were reading People, the standby Line girls that were There at dress Said that he was literally, no Maybe it was someone that was there for live I think it was someone that was there for live Because I saw this when I was on the SNL struggles chat Um, They were literally reading off of Cue cards and I'm like How fucked up were you that you cannot remember that? Like, what is going on?
1: What is going on? (laughs) And then we had... I liked this. It was, uh... (laughs) Um, like an ad for an Oshkosh gender-neutral clothing line. Um, I thought it was funny.
0: It was funny. Something that I literally realized as I was looking over my notes before we recorded... Is the asterisk there in place of an A?
1: Asterisk? What? Where's the asterisk?
0: In between the F and the G? I'm pretty sure.
1: I'm going to need to see what you're looking at, because right now I'm just looking at my notes app.
0: (laughs) It's totally fine. No, no, no. Let me look it up. I got this. <laughs> um, oh, and I want to say that story was written by Kyle Mooney and Will Stephan. Stephen. Stephen? Has to be Stephen. Has Stephen? to be. Steph- Fuck. I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. <laughs> all
1: right? This is just an audio format.
0: <laughs> I read things, I don't know how they're said. Um, yeah. Hang on. SNL.
1: I was just looking at all the cute babies, honestly. Where's the asterisk? Asterisk. For gosh, no, it's fact. What? That's just the F slur.
0: Yes. So that, but okay. I didn't even notice that the first
1: time. Nothing to do. Well, that's what I see. Um, that's what I, a faggot, see. So. that's
0: what I see, too? I just didn't...
1: (laughs) Jesus Christ.
0: Okay, um, yeah, so let me... oh, fuck, I have to do this, I have to do this, let me... oh, here we go, I got it, got it back, okay, so yeah, anyway, um, it was Born This Way baby clothing, it was, like, gender-neutral clothing or some shit, I don't know, I don't have kids, I don't dress them, I buy them books, um... This was written by. Why did this go away? This was written by
1: Allison Gates and Celestia. I liked. I liked just the concept of this. Um, yeah, love to see babies. Yeah. Um,
0: so we had two cut for times. Uh, please don't destroy three normal goths, which was just about three goths that were like super somehow like cottage core i just made cookies like it was like yeah and it Disney was in the adults yes i th- this i don't know why this was cut it was
1: like i don't know yeah i wish we got this instead of like the oscars or yeah or, honestly i could list <clears throat> off a few different sketches uh huh
0: i would say if i have a list of things that could have replaced not the best show
1: yeah
0: um yeah, but it was like 90s style sitcom text. It was I it like was that. just really cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that was obvious. That was written by Dan Bulla, Ben Marshall, Martin Hurley, and John
1: Higgins. Yes. Uh Then we had Angelo, wedding, version. Nobody asked for this. Nobody
0: asked for this. Mm-hmm. Although I, I swear to God, I keep my fucking mouth shut on Twitter. Although I'm saying it here, and half the people. That, that, yeah, I mean, a few of them listen at least. Um, there is a large group of people that really loves Angelo and thinks it's like the funniest shit ever. And when I heard Angelo was cut, my first thought was good. And then they were like, oh my god, what if Aristotle Latari, he's barely getting screen time. What if he doesn't get renewed? He's gorgeous. Oh my god. And I'm like, okay, but like, I don't think that, I don't think it's gonna hinge on fucking Angelo.
1: Yeah, I would hope not. All right, um, yeah, so I'm not did,
0: pro-Angelo.
1: Go no, on. yeah, this is an anti-Angelo podcast, unfortunately. Yeah. I have to take a stance. Um, mm mm-hmm. <laughs> God. But I did this, laugh at the fact that his assistant is a billionaire. Uh, <laughs> his
0: assistant was a billionaire, and then the one thing they knew was... Um,
1: uh... Oh my god, I got a feeling. The, the I, I got a I feeling, feeling. Yeah. Myself. Oh my
0: god, <laughs> that cause, okay, that was fucking funny. And yes, I get it. That's the bit is that they don't know, they don't know, they don't know. They get some. They get the title wrong, but they know the song. Just make it fucking half the length, and it would be fucking hilarious. Or add some aspect. Angelo can be tweaked, and I think it would be fine. But it, need, it needs some workshopping. They're just doing the same thing over and over, and that is not workshopping. That's throwing shit at the wall to see if it sticks, and when it doesn't, you try it again?
1: Yeah, well, they they threw Gerard Carmichael at this, and he did make it really good, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, did, he did a great job in this.
0: Yeah, um, so... It made it worth it. What was your nope of the night?
1: So... I'm gonna have to say the Oscar sketch because it just, I felt uncomfortable watching it. It looked uncomfortable. It was just uncomfortable. Very yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah.
0: I get that. Um, on my note of the night was whatever the fuck the Kyle Mooney visiting New York sketch was. Yeah. I was, the second time he interrupted, I was like, I am so fucking over this. Let me go check Twitter. Like, I listened, I watched, but my god.
1: No. All right. Anyway, yeah. What was your runner-up? So I guess I'm gonna go with the shop TV. Okay. being my runner-up. Um, I can't fucking believe they did that.
0: <laughs> on TV. Yeah, that. Yeah, I. That was so shocking. Honestly, the shock factor, I think, is what kept it out of my out of my uh, thing. Because I was just like, "What the fuck am I watching right now?" Yeah. Um, like, yeah, and so, like,
1: it's funny. I'm living in New York, but that I'm just, like, ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: my runner-up was, is my brain okay? Mm,
1: that's a good choice. Yeah,
0: it was, it was good, hit a little too close to home, but it was funny, <laughs> and everybody in it was, like, perfect, so, yeah.
1: I also feel like I had a short, short, not short, slow beginning. Yeah. Like, the wheelbarrow could've done without. I was like, okay, yeah, it's clearly written by city slickers, <laughs> but it was still really funny. Yeah, think. no, no, absolutely no. Um, and what was your favorite? I'm gonna go with short ass movie. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, like I said, fucking bow, the best movie ever. It was a great concept for a song. I love. Just love, love to see it looked like fun it was long though yeah I admit.
0: <laughs> um mine was weekend update
1: it yeah, that makes
0: sense. it hit, hit for everything for me and in a show where there was a lot of meh it mm. was a bright spot um but yeah so that's it for us we just clocked in at 34 minutes god damn we did a speed run whoa <laughs> Yeah, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts iTunes, Spotify Overcast If you like us Drop by and leave us a review Um, it's I don't know Takes like 10 seconds Yeah, just a little emoji, you know Mm
1: -hmm. Just a little poop emoji, please
0: No, please not the poop emoji Um, yeah
1: Please, please the tongue emoji, actually
0: I, I was only talking about starred reviews But if you want to write us one, too sure go ahead um but only if you like us because like don't take the time don't waste your time if you don't like us just unsubscribe delete us from your phone
1: and stop that's, listening why are you still yeah. listening like what don't fuck?
0: fucking don't fucking hate listen to us come on that's dumb go play a video game or read a book um all right yeah we have a website com, and our gmail is satnighighpod at gmail
1: and we're on social media at SatnightHypod. Night is spelled n-i-t-e on twitter and we're also on YouTube and Reddit and Facebook. And Facebook. <laughs> I had to, I
0: had to <coughs> that one to me. That's yeah, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been a long day. It's been a long week. It has been a long month. It has been a long year. Have a wonderful evening. We will see you guys with our recap of Jake Gyllenhaal and Camila Cabello. I think so. Yeah.
1: Should be interesting.
0: Yeah! I, I, and you know what? I would not put it fucking past that crazy bitch Taylor to show up and do a drop-in fucking cameo. I don't know if she would, but I wouldn't put it.
1: Swift? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's
0: okay. you know the woman that dragged his body this past fall
1: i would love to see her
0: but that's what i'm saying is she's crazy she's just crazy enough to do it she is and like see she fucking announces i don't know what's it speak now tomorrow or something well it's not because now speak now is tied up in a thing anyway well the t- the some of the taylor swift corner's gonna get cut um <laughs> So, yeah, anyway, have a wonderful night. We'll see you then, and hug your loved ones. Tell your loved ones you love them. Yes. Have happy happy highs. Highs.